What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast. This is Clark. And Bobby Jean. So glad you're here. Let's get started. Hey, everyone. Happy Wednesday. Clark and Bobby. Yeah, we're here. And normally on Wednesdays, we would do a scripture reading plan. And when we have the opportunity, we'll do the Wednesdays, what's and why's, and speak about something that's not necessarily part of the scripture reading plan. And I guess recently we rent, re-rented an RV mm-hmm. because we had to get out of our house. And so we did, what do you say, shelter in place on wheels? Yes, shelter in place on wheels. Yeah, we took our so. home with us. We rented an RV, went and saw some family in Iowa and Nebraska. And while we were there, we were on our phones, but not on social media, hardly at all. So we got glimpses of what was going on, but it wasn't until we came back to California that we felt and saw and kind of experienced the heaviness of everything. You know, kind of yeah. culminating around just the death of George Floyd. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, so when, when we sadness. drove back in, just sadness and, yeah, just not really knowing a lot. And so that was kind of the atmosphere we drove in. There was a curfew. Um, you know, all these videos are circulating. The news is saying one thing. Other news channels saying another thing. Everybody on social media has yeah. something to say. I saw on Tuesday in, or last weekend in Chicago, 50 people were shot and killed. On Tuesday, 23 people in Chicago were shot and killed. And then a five-year-old black girl just standing there, shot and killed. It's just like there's sadness all over the place. Yeah, just really tragic and uh, a lot of sadness and a lot of injustice. And so we were talking to our friend April Hurst, African-American sister at our church, and she just said, it feels like I'm at a funeral. I just want to be hugged and uh, just be present. So so before we jump in with what we're learning and how we've been trying to listen, we just want to acknowledge um, what's right in front of us. Just acknowledge that um, the sadness and the fear and just where we're at uh, as a country and where we're at as individuals. And then, um, and, and to talk about um, how we're learning and how we're um, trying our best forward. to listen yeah. yeah and stumbling forward with grace yeah i want to look at this clip from a movie we were watching while we we're on our family trip we don't call it vacation because vacations are restful and right family trip we were on a family trip <laughs> chasing four kids across a farm and everything is not exactly the most restful thing but we were watching national treasure and in national treasure the first one they're trying to find a treasure and a map and in order to read this map correctly they had to find this special pair of lens. Right. It was in some building. They pulled off a brick. But as Nicolas Cage looked through the lens, he realized that as he um, restructured the lens, he was able to look correctly. And maybe you've heard Pastor Ken mention this the last few weeks in that we have to acknowledge that we don't see everything. Mm-hmm. Bobby sees things differently than I do. Right. You know, Kirby sees the birds and the airplanes. Don't even notice them. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. sees them. And so in this, that led us to think through the situation and, and acknowledging um, we need to listen because there's a, a lot of experiences, perspectives that are vastly different than, than what we've experienced and what we've even thought mm-hmm. up to the last couple of years. And so we're asking, how can we contribute? What can mm-hmm. we do here? Right. And so like Clark said in the movie, it's I think it's like Ben Franklin's glasses, bifocals or something. And then when the main characters look at them a certain way, then it reveals this um, treasure map that they're able to see. And so a couple of the lenses that we see the world through, um, I, 
it's just very important that we have become more self-aware of what those are. And so, um, like Clark and I being, uh, married 31 year old white couple, male, female, looking through that lens at the world. And so how looking through different lenses can reveal some, the same thing, but in a different way, right in front of us. And so, um, one of those lenses that we were talking about is, um, are we viewing humans, all humans as humans? And then, and I know that that might maybe be a head scratcher for you. Like, well, what do you mean? Well, because there are humans, there are African-American brothers and sisters who have felt dehumanized. So are we looking at humans as humans? And now as a brother and sister in Christ, as a believer, as someone who professes Jesus Christ, now we look through the next lens is, are we seeing people not only as human beings, as people, but are we seeing them as they are, they are human beings that are made in the image of God, yes. that they have extreme value and importance and significance. Um, and so those are a couple lenses that we would ask you to look through and just to become more self-aware of, of how you view the world and how you maybe have um, seen through those lenses. Mm-hmm. And so, Because when you look at people made in the image of God through the lens of God, mm-hmm. the standard changes completely. Right. Like the standard of, of Jesus following him, his word is vastly different. Right. And so is there anything else you wanted to add to that last thought? No, I, I, yeah, before we can move on, I just wanted to make sure that we identify those and make sure that we're, we're, we're kind of speaking the same language as you because that can be defined differently. And so yeah. those are kind of the two main things. And then before we get into kind of the conversations that we've had too is, uh, the conversations with what we can do or how we can help is first the first the learning was maybe one of the things you need to do is be quiet. Yeah. So one of the first things that we can do is um, is actually not be silent, but be quiet and listen. And um, so that was a big learning. And then the next thing is do the work in educating yourself. Yeah. And so yes, ask questions and um, and 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 pose questions online or to friends that you know, but actually do the hard work and and read uh, read history differently. And so those were two things that people brought up to us. Um, because, and we didn't think of that ourselves. We we sought out people right. from our church, our close friends, mm-hmm. um, African American brothers and sisters, and mm-hmm. basically said like, "We're coming to you humbly. W- what can we do? Help. What what yep. would you have us do?" Mm-hmm. And the two things that they predominantly brought up were one, listen. Mm-hmm. And I like that what you just said, Bobby. Don't be silent, but be quiet. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm, maybe think through that more another time. But one, listen, and two educate yourself mm-hmm. um, with just history mm-hmm. movements policy and so when we are looking at people to listen to it's not just like hey i'm gonna pluck that person off the shelf and listen to mm-hmm. them mm-hmm. it's we're looking for people who have a godly worldview right. who have high integrity high character and who also have a different perspective than us and so here's some mm-hmm. of the names bobby and i follow on twitter on instagram we've read their books i love tony dungy right for sure recommend yeah. tony dungy I know lots of women who have heard of or have done Priscilla Shire's Bible study, mm-hmm. um, Bible studies, just her, her, super solid. And her dad, we just did a men's Bible study at Emmanuel mm-hmm. by Tony Evans, being a kingdom man. Mm-hmm. And I heard from a ton of guys that was life-changing. John M. Perkins is an activist. I actually got to meet him when I was in college, and he's written many books uh, about his experience, but then also just about 
um, cultural differences and, and kind of the systemic problems that are in America too. Mm-hmm. Jackie um, Hill Perry, mm-hmm. Lecrae, and then, right. and then our friends, like people that we do life with here at Emmanuel in Paramount in Southern right. California ha- has been um, so valuable mm-hmm. to hear because it wasn't until I sat down and asked questions and just was quiet that I learned that these godly people who follow the law, who love the Lord, have mm-hmm. had a vastly different experience growing up in the United States than I have had. Yeah. And it, it was just a head scratcher for me. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, what happened to you? What'd they say to you? Right. I, just, I never in a million years would have thought of that. Mm-hmm. And and it came from just conversa- conversations and listening. And so as we dive into kind of the scripture here again, we want to say when we watch that video of George Floyd, mm-hmm. um, our hearts broke is wrong. And um, we're praying that, as a, as a body of Christ, as a country, we continue to unite and just want to look at people through this, this godly lens mm-hmm. as image bearers of God mm-hmm. and give them dignity and value. Right. Um, and so one of the first things that came to our mind as we were talking about, like, what do we have to offer? One of the first words was repent. Yeah. So after those conversations and after kind of the learnings, um, I mean, there's one last thing. There's a documentary on Netflix called 13th that I know has been helpful for people that maybe aren't on social media or maybe don't want to read a book, but um, highly, highly, highly recommend that. It's one three th 13th on Netflix. Yeah. And it can keep going. It gives you like a 10,000 foot aerial view of movements and policies, things that have happened in our in our government in our country's history that we that might not have even happened in our lifetime so right. one of the things we continue to hear like why am i supposed to apologize like I, i'm not doing anything wrong or inadvertently and mm-hmm. and oftentimes we being white people were born into opportunities that other people haven't had yeah. and again that learnings come from conversations and right. I, I know what i know mm-hmm. i don't know what i don't know right and so that mm-hmm. documentary does a really good way, is helpful and kind of points some of those things out. Right. So when you, so now, um, so after having those conversations and and, and reading and, and watching and asking questions and, and being quiet and, and, we're, and we're still there, we're, you're not ever going to know, you're not ever going to quit learning in this category. Um, that's kind of when we were like, okay, how can, how can we move forward then? What can we do? And so that, like Clark said, the, the step of repentance was literally just the first thing that came to mind. And, and so Clark's talking about, um, or we're talking about not just acts of overt racism that maybe that we've engaged in or that we've been a part of, but inadvertent racism, or just even, you know what, this word apathy just continues to come up and come up and come up. And, um, literally apathy means to show no interest Mm -hmm. and how and that is a sin against um these image bearers um our african-american brothers and sisters when we are apathetic and so literally repenting the biblical um, definition means to change our minds and to turn the other way and so um it doesn't just mean i'm sorry uh, but the biblical act of repenting when we repent unto the lord and when we, we repent to our brothers and sisters that we've sinned against, um, it's literally a 180 turn. Mm-hmm. And so it's not just, um, you know, a verbal thing, but it's it's a verbal thing and it's it's a heart change. And, and in this, there's repentance at a couple different levels. One, yeah. we rep- we're repenting on behalf of our country. And you might say, well, what are you talking about, Clark? Sure. I think you go back to the Bible. You look right. at Second Chronicles, a cry to God saying, forgive Israel. 
Jeremiah 50, he's crying out, forgive us, forgive your people, God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Daniel 9, he's crying out to to the Lord. Mm -hmm. And so I think we can all come to a point where we can agree there are aspects of our country that are not godly. And we can unite around that, specifically this issue right now of racial equality and say, Mm -hmm. God, would you forgive us? Forgive our country for things that have been done 500 years ago, Mm -hmm. things that were done 100 years ago, things that were done today. And then after that, you break it down and it's my job to look at the mirror and say, God, would you reveal my own heart to me? Yeah. And so part of that repenting is me having conversations saying, where have I missed it? Mm-hmm. And it's been really helpful. And mm-hmm. my friends have been really kind and gracious to me. It's been invaluable. Yeah. So the next step after repentance and saying, God, where have I been indifferent? Where have I been racist? Where have I been just apathetic? Mm-hmm. Um, is to ask God, would you give me your heart? Because God's just. God right. cares about justice. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And so, uh, so that's, there's these two words in the Bible that go together all the time, justice and righteousness. And when you break these down, Clark and I use the Bible project a lot. If you, you, if you Google or if you YouTube Bible project, you're going to get just so many helpful videos, um, that are just biblically grounded that can help us understand these terms. And, um, so justice, that word in the Hebrew Clark, you say it. Mishpat. 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 Um, the biblical definition literally means advoca- advocacy for those who need help. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's just a theme all over the Bible. Yeah, the prophets Mishpat. are cost- constantly fighting for justice. Mm-hmm. Jesus looking after the orphan, mm-hmm. the widow, mm-hmm. the leper, the Samaritan, the woman who's about to get stoned, mm-hmm. the, the woman at mm-hmm. the well. Like there, So many. Justice is at the heart of God. Mm-hmm. And... And it needs to be at the heart of every believer, too. Mm-hmm. And so part of this conversation is, Lord, show me where I, I need to become more aware and care. Mm-hmm. God, help me to love the things that you love. And God, help me to hate the things that you hate right. and align our hearts with yours. Mm-hmm. And then this word righteousness, too. And in the Hebrew, that sounds like... Zedekah. Zedekah. Sounds like that. And how that means, the biblical definition, that word righteousness means right relationship with others. And so that kind of comes back to these lenses, you know, how do we view the world? How do we view, how do we view our brothers and sisters and how do we view them through this lens, this, um, lens as image bears. And so what does that mean? And so in that, (laughs) Bobby and I were unpacking this and I said, well, Mm -hmm. you think about an image, a statue Mm -hmm. or a sculpture, a piece of artwork that points to a reality. And right. so you have the statue of David. You look at the statue of David and you're to be reminded of David. Mm-hmm. Or the um, uh, Statue of Liberty. You think about France and the United right. States. You think of freedom, relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at a painting and you're brought back to the Golden Gate Bridge or mm-hmm. whatever it is. You're pointed mm-hmm. back to that reality. And so when we look at other people as Christians now and other uh, brothers and sisters in Christ, African Americans in this case, I'm just encouraging you and myself help me see them as an image bearer Mm -hmm. regardless of what political party they have regardless Mm -hmm. of their age regardless of their gender yeah god help me see it as them being made in your image Mm -hmm. and and see you know for the christians christ in them right that's 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 another level another standard right so if you were to give you know like a one or two sentence definition to what it means to be made in the image of God, what what would you say to people? Like, what does that mean? Hmm, that's a good question. I think on, on one hand, you would say to be made in the image of God, you were made to relate like God. He made mm-hmm. you for eternity. Mm-hmm. 
um, you're made for love, for union, to be with him. Mm -hmm. Forever. Forever. Right. Yeah, that's right. And now the second hand would be um, you are made to be a ruler and a steward over everything that God had created. Mm-hmm from creation to the planet and then even human beings and the way that we relate to them. And that ties back into righteousness. Right. That's why justice and righteousness are so important because that, because again, they literally mean, um, you know, having right righteousness, having a right relationship with others and mm -hmm. justice is advocating for those who need help. Yeah. And, so. and here's where the bummer is, is that we suck at doing this. Right. Which the good news is, that's why Jesus came. Right. You know, there's so many scripture passages that talk about Christ, our righteousness. Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. because Christ came, we can now have right relationship with God and with other people. Right. And that's part of being an image bearer. Right. So as we wrap up our time together now, I know we've gone a little longer than we usually do. So thanks for continuing to listen. Um, but the steps that we think that have been super helpful for us that other people have recommended for us um, have been number one to listen. So find someone um, that you know that you can ask questions to that doesn't look like you that I'm preferably as an African-American that you can sit down and just ask questions and ask questions and ask questions and, and you can just listen and listen and listen and listen. Yeah. Uh, then do the work and educate yourself. And so I know we all learn in different ways. Um, I know we mentioned a few different platforms that you could look at and different resources you could utilize. But the one we probably most highly recommend is 13th, the documentary mm -hmm. on Netflix. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend that one. And I'm, I'm going to be honest here. We can all sit down and watch a movie. <laughs> and so, um, number Spiritual one, gift. listen. Yeah. Number two, educate yourself. And, um, I think that we're all, we're all stumbling and walking through this together. So thank you for doing that with grace with us today and listening yeah. to this. Um, and our prayer is that we would just continue, uh, like Clark said, we just turn back to scripture and, and what we're, what we're reading and what we're looking to and, um, and honor God and, um, and honor, um, honor our our people yeah we, and, and we'd be repentant and say god we're, we're, we're confessing for our country mm -hmm. i want to show me god where i need to repent of my own sins mm -hmm. um and help give us, us your heart give us your heart help yeah. us to care about justice as much as you do god mm -hmm. and help us to have a righteousness that that's ours in christ mm -hmm. and so um as we're wrapping up one of the things that continues to come to, to my mind as an observation, our mind as an observation, is the middle ground is being deleted. Mm -hmm. it, it, there's no gray. It's being eliminated. And now is a day where we are given the opportunity to actually think and process what we believe right. about a whole number of topics that seem to be trigger words, hot button issues right now. Mm -hmm. And as Christians, we have to pray and look at scripture and and look at what Jesus Christ has said and done and formulate thoughts and opinions because you're going to be asked. Um, silence speaks for itself. Mm -hmm. um, but, but we have to figure out what we believe and why. And then you actually have to put um, your hands and feet to what you believe in your heart and think in your mind. Yeah. And so with that, we have a couple of scriptures we want to end mm -hmm. reading over you that um, have been helpful for us and also have been just promoted from other scripture scripture uh christian leaders mm -hmm. they've been really really encouraging and so proverbs 31 let these scriptures wash over you verses 8 and 9 it says speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves 
for the rights of all who are destitute. Speak up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. Jeremiah 22, verse 3. This is what the Lord says. Do what is just and right. Rescue from the hand of the oppressor, the one who has been robbed. Do no wrong or violence to the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow. And do not shed innocent blood in this place. Psalm 146, verses 7 through 9. He upholds the cause of the oppressed and gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets prisoners free, and the Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord lifts up those who are bowed down, and the Lord loves the righteous. The Lord watches over the foreigner and sustains the fatherless and the widow, but he frustrates the ways of the wicked. And Micah chapter 6, verse 8. He has shown you, O mortal, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you? To act justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. That's all we have for you today. Again, thanks for bearing with us, and we'll be back on Friday to connect with you. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his countenance toward you and give you his peace. Have a great day.